You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church just a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community. It's a treat and a treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. Grind it out for God. Hallie, how are you? Oh, I am so good. What's happening with you, Gray? Well, you know, I did have to have a serious come to Jesus with my teens in Climax this weekend. Oh, no. Well, I mean, it's good to come to Jesus, but what happened? Well, Hallie, have you ever heard of this thing called hell maxing? Hell maxing? Hell maxing? No. Yeah. What's that? Well, it's this thing that's gotten really big on TikTok. It's basically where you get on TikTok and you do something that... Uh, basically obtains you a one-way ticket to hell by doing something, you know, incredibly bad or evil or just shameful. Oh, no, that's going to make me sick. I know, I know. And, you know, I was really sick too after I watched about 300 of them. Anyway, so I decided, look, I've got to put this thing down before my teens ever even catch wind of it. Because if there's one thing I'm really good at as a youth pastor, it's just like being able to see what's cool before the teens do. You know what I mean? You have like your set. finger on the pulse, I Gray. Know. I gotta say, you got Thank your you. finger on the pulse. So, you know, what I did, Hallie, is I took it back, basically. I said, this weekend we're going to do a Hellmax is Whack 
challenge where all my teens spent the entire service, I let them have the phones out, making response videos to these hell maxing videos. Oh, how'd that go? Well, you know, at first not great because they don't know what whack meant, Mm. um, which I'm like, okay, we still say that. I don't know, you guys are crazy. But eventually caught on and I'm so excited because Hallie, we are trending. (gasps) Congrats, I know, hashtag hell max is whack. (gasps) Was was trending over the weekend, so that was really exciting. Oh, that is so cool. Well, you know, unfortunately, some trolls thought it would be funny to say that the easiest way to go to hell is to make a Hell Max's Whack video, but I'm, I'm just ignoring the haters because I know it brought people to Christ. Wow, that yeah. is really awesome. And, oh, Hallie, in my personal life, yeah. uh, my lady friend, Jen Hatmaker, and I spent the day off <gasps> making some of the recipes from her new cookbook. Wow, she has a cookbook? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she made the recipes over Zoom and I watched. And, you know, I'm not sure if I've mentioned him before, but my friend Clay, Clay Mason, Mason Bannerman, yeah, he, he was around and he turned into this, like, little pouty baby at some point and just stormed off because he said he was going to go eat sushi by himself. Hmm. I was just like, hey, I, you know what? I said it before. Hallie, I don't pay attention to the haters. Yeah, you yeah. said that. But, you know, are things good with J-Hat? <laughs> you as you, The two of you as Has-Hat? I, well, Has-Hat. Yeah, we actually have a new kind of couple name. I'm going with Graymaker now. Oh, cool. Yeah, isn't that a better one? Yeah, because people don't mispronounce it. But things are serious. I think we all know, you know, the unspoken rule in church is that after three weeks, you pretty much know if she's marriage material. And okay. I would be really shocked, Hallie, if I didn't see it heading that way. So <laughs> I am, you know. I'm just over the moon. This is so exciting. Thanks. How was your week? Well, we had leadership retreat this past weekend, and it was so awesome. And God just showed up like he does every single time. And we had so many awesome activities, and um, it was just like a bonding experience. We do it every single year. We had Enneagram training, which is awesome. You learn about your number, your shadow side, the way you tend to tip into sin. I'm a perfect balance of all the numbers, which I I, always thought was cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, I'm a two, of course. But anyway, we had this weekend-long activity called Stop and Share. Okay. Where at any point, if they ring the bell, no matter what activity we're currently in, um, you can stop and confess sin to the group that you're with oh, that in a like small fun. group. You can ask for prayer. Oh, I love it. Or, you know, you can just get to know each other. We had prompt card questions on every single table. Always good to carry a card. And so, as you know, and I don't talk about this all the time because I don't want to, like... I don't know, be self-congratulatory or whatever it's called. But, you know, I am one of lead pastor Steve's, you know, personal producers. And yeah, there's only three of us. You can brag about yourself a little bit, Hallie. You're really good at your job. Yeah. And I have close proximity to Steve. And I, I just don't want um, people to be jealous of that. I know what a privilege it is. And it's so awesome. And yeah, um, give yourself some credit. And Steve only has three of us. We are his personal producers. It's me and it's Brianna and it's Kimmy. And um, so he put us together all weekend because he wanted us brainstorming on how to do things more efficiently, right. how to possibly implement new ways of getting things, getting work done faster, Good. all that stuff. He's to a real bottom line yeah. guy. Yeah. And so me and Brianna and uh, Kimmy, we were in a brainstorming circle and all of a sudden we heard the um, stop and share bell go off. Okay. And it was such a God thing. We were sharing with each other and we just realized we have so much in common. I mean, even things you wouldn't... Uh, consider even necessarily a God thing, but it felt like a God thing. All three of us realized that we have all had breast reductions. Isn't that so neat? 
Hallie. I didn't tell you I've had a breast reduction. I don't want to know about that stuff. It's Why are you a, even bringing it up? But this is—I thought you I were going like to talk about. I feel like it's a godsend of a surgery, Gray. I got to tell you. Okay. And, you know, well. getting a breast reduction—it is not saying that God made a mistake with our breasts. It's saying that He made them too good, and I almost just wasn't even worthy of the big gift He gave me. I mean. I'm telling you what, and anyone out there who has had that this problem, the shoulder straps in my bras were making dents in my shoulders. You you should see them. I still have two half-inch indentations on each side of my shoulders. I thought you were going to talk about something from leadership. I wasn't or even going to go through with the surgery, but I kept throwing my back out and having the most extraordinary pain. And the final straw was when I slipped a disc at a Shoney's buffet, reaching too far under the sneeze guard to reach the cottage cheese. Oh and the only way I got out of there that day was Lance. He went over and talked to Leslie Cook and he got her to scooch into the booth for five minutes so he could borrow her rascal scooter. Hallie. Had to get me out to my Lexus in a rascal and it was awful. I could hardly get back in my house, but Lance took the rascal back to Leslie and he had to help her get back from the booth into it and it tipped twice and Lance ripped his cargo shorts. Okay. But any hoodles. Anyway, I'll tell you what though, this is a good conversation, Greg. Speaking of how to, you know, be God honoring with all of our choices, it's an interesting topic, I think, to talk about altering your body because sometimes it's okay and sometimes it's frowned upon in the Christian community, you know? Right, it's, yeah, but I think it's frowned upon all the time. Well, it's not God honoring in most cases to augment your body, right. or, you know, especially to like over sexualize yourself per se, you oh, know, that know. breaks the heart of God, but sometimes it's okay. Like pierced ears are fine. Oh, yeah, Babies fine. have pierced ears. Oh yeah. I like it when they have pierced ears. Fine for Christian. So it's the only way, you know, they're a girl I know. and it's really important. You know that. And you know, you don't want to use the wrong, you don't want to say, Hey buddy, isn't he cute? I know. You know? We got to make sure we use those pronouns right, right from the day they come you out. You can either tape a, a bow to her scalp or you can, you know, just pierce those ears, it's easier and it's permanent. But, um, you know, it's fine for Christian girls to have pierced ears or for fellas if they play in a praise and worship band, for instance. But it's not okay to pierce your face. No, no nose, no eyebrow, no, 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 no lip, no. no tongue. Good grief. No, definitely not. You know, my husband, Lance Labonte, he gets testosterone pellets in his haunches and he loves them. It's made oh, really? his joints more juicy. It gives him more energy. Okay. He's also had calf implants because he hated his chicken legs. It made him, oh, it makes well, him walk a little funny now. Yeah, but you know, I have, I have a workout for that. I could help him. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I like some since he got the implants, because I feel like it's his calling card now. I can always spot him in a crowded Costco parking lot because he wobbles like a scarecrow come to life or something. But, you know, leg pl implants, they don't go against God. But no, a lot of other so. injections and implants do, obviously, like oh, right. like breast or butt. Totally. You Let's, know what I mean? Yeah, Those are away from hot that. spots for lust or sin or desire. So braces are fine. Haircuts are fine. Acrylic nails are fine. Makeup's fine. I always say if the barn needs painting, paint right. it. And, um, you know, big lips, you know, I think those are kind of frowned upon because it makes guys picture your lips wrapped around. Hallie. What? I mean, well, what were you going to say? Well, guys, look at your big lips and they picture your lips wrapped around their lips. Oh, okay, fine. Tattoos are okay, you know, if they're scripture, but obviously not if they're suggestive or evil right. or just barbed wire is never okay. But, you know, a tat involving the cartoon character Calvin peeing on stuff, not okay. Not okay. Stuff like Unless that. Unless it's on the devil or if the if the ichthus is part of the barbed wire, I think that's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Or Calvin peeing on the devil, that'd be cool. But the jury's out, you know, on plastic surgery. You don't want to be a cautionary tale like Joan Rivers or Tori Spelling or whatnot. But I say, you know what, for the most part, if it helps a girl get through the day, I say, why not? That's right. And I've heard some guys get plastic surgery too. Guys get plastic surgery? 
Oh, actually, no. I, I don't know. I don't think so. No. No. Definitely not. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. like God looks down on us from above. Our guest today looks down on us from above our heads in the auditorium. You know her, ladies and gentlemen. She's the crane camera operator. It is Miss Bisa Leasley. Praise, praise. Hey, oh, Bisa. he is so faithful. You know, I, be, I don't think I've ever seen your feet on the ground. You're always zooming back and forth over the auditorium. Tell our audience a little bit about your job here at Twin Hills. Yeah, so I came in at a really important time. Uh, they just raised a fulfilling dollars to build out the main auditorium that allows for an extra, extra high ceiling. And with that, you know, you can expand your global audience. And so... <clears throat> I applied. I saw the job position on LinkedIn. Uh, they were looking for it, just like, you know, somebody to tap into their global audience. And I said, you know what? Y'all need a crane operator. Right. Yeah, it's taking it to the next level. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, operating cranes for some time now. And when I saw the massive auditorium, I was like, I saw the vision of like, okay, the crane can go from there to there. Yes. It can from right to left or from left to right, uh, front and back. Um, it's, it's a way to also make the audience look fuller. Uh, so like for the Wednesday night services, when it's not as full, I just stick it to like the first 10 rows. It can still pan, pan. So I have to collaborate with the ushers lot to make sure that the flow of the audience is nice and filled up but i'm just getting into specifics but yeah my most pivotal times is during announcements um filler shots for for the uh you know for the broadcast as well as when we wave to our online audience that is the biggest 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 commitment the biggest thing that i have to commit to is making sure i get that full audience waving can be kind of hard sometimes because sometimes you got to put like a cover over somebody's because their skirt's too short because i am getting that like really 
bird's eye view. So I see things that, that a lot of people don't see. Me and God. Sure. That is right. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sorry to ask the backup. So so the job was posted on LinkedIn, but you said, how about a crane operator? So what was the actual job posting for? Yeah. So the job posting that they were looking for was a bird's eye view experience. Oh. That's just, they, so they post the experience and then you came up with the job. They wanted a bird's eye view experience coordinator. Okay. Awesome. And I just narrowed it down for him and said, you need a crane operator. Oh, that is and so it's me. Cool. I'll tell you what, Bisa, when I'm sitting there in the auditorium and I see you up suspended in the air and you're flying across the room, it feels like we're at the Academy Awards or something. And I think I look at you and I'm like, here's someone who brings her gifts to the church. You could be in Hollywood, Bisa. You could be, you know. You- that was the plan. Oh, really? Yeah, that was the plan. But God had other plans. Oh, oh that's so good. Keeping you here in the heartland. I, I don't think you would want to be out there in L.A. It is wicked. And I know they do have some mega churches out there, but, you know, uh, they have a lot of celebrities and all that. But uh, you know what? We look our footage looks better than all those L.A. churches. I'm telling you right that. Because thank of you. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. You know, when I first got the job, I said, OK, what, what do I have to do? I have to do my job now. So I looked at every single broadcast in America from a mega church, and I compared. I looked at the quality. I looked at the lighting. I looked at what cranes they were using. And a lot of what what sets us apart is that usually they just put just the camera on the crane, but me and the camera are a part of the crane. And that's what makes that's what makes the very, very big difference. Because like, for example, when someone is like uh, reaching their hand up high and grabbing a blessing from the Lord, I can zoom in and capture that. Yes, you can. Yes. Yes. And so you must not be afraid of heights, huh? I'm terrified of heights. Is that right? I'm terrified of heights. It's, It's actually why I got into craning. Okay. Really? So do you like strap in so that you know you're not going to take a tumble? Or what do you do? How do you feel secure up there? So I come in an hour before the first service and uh, we do a, a lift test okay. uh, where I, I strap in. I have to make sure that I eat light in the mornings because I did have a situation during that one conference where I ate too full of a dinner and then I got up there and up chucked over the whole entire. At the oh, leadership yeah. summit. You Worst the leadership possible summit. one yeah. to have trouble at. Yeah. It was, at least it was salad. It was greeny. So it wasn't, you know, but that, that was, that was not in service to the Lord. Um, so I strap in an hour before the first service, every service, and I kind of just like wiggle around the room and kind of just swing around. Also, that's when I get my alone time with God. Oh, um, I love that. That is awesome. No, nobody's, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's almost something I've been taking it up in Christian therapy where I, I'm so close to God. I'm the closest to God in the house of God. So I take that responsibility very seriously, and it's, it's helping me getting over my fear of heights. Yes, oh, and thank that. you for mentioning Christian therapy. That is such a brave and vulnerable thing to share with our large audience, because to be honest, um, Bisa, I've been in therapy lately where mm. uh, you know it's very straightforward that whatever your problem is, you're going to take it to the Lord in prayer. And... Um, you know, I notice that I, I cry a lot and, um, and, and I'll just, I'll keep praying and I'll keep praying. And, 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 you know, sometimes I think, you know, God has three ways of answering our prayers. Yes, no, or wait. Right. And so I might just be in the waiting process. How's Christian therapy for you? Do you cry? Or are you feeling better? Well, Christian therapy is interesting. So there is a prayer that happens at the top. But what happens is when you just go over your day and what was happening, what you do is you map it back to a Bible story and see like how their actions can influence yours. So for example, like um, one time I was going through a really bad breakup. So we went over the story of like uh, David and Bathsheba. Like what could he have done differently? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a tough breakup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was almost a Bathsheba right. in, the, in my scenario. Uh-huh. So being able to look at that exact story of like how did this king manage to um, 
and and since I don't have stuff like the power to send somebody's lover to war on the front lines for them to die, you know, it's, it's, that's where you kind of have to get creative. It's like Christian Bible story exposure therapy, where, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Anything you're going through, you can find somebody that went through it in the Bible. And as long as you don't have to, like, kill anybody or any animal, what's the closest solution you could get to something that they did? Right. So in that scenario, what, in, what did you end up doing um, as sort of that Bathsheba role? Well, I had to stop. I had to close my curtains in the bathroom. One. Oh, were you actually taking a bath as Bathsheba? I was. I was taking. I just got a new house. Um, the Lord has been blessing me, and I was taking a bath, window wide open, and you know that's inviting. That's on me. Uh-huh. You know, I I sent the invitation. I should have known better. Right. Um, so the the first step was you know like come down off of the roof, close your close your window, and then you know someone who's already married won't try to come sleep with you. Oh, so this was a neighbor. Yeah, like a neighbor on the second floor who's married was peeping down through your bathroom window? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and which makes it even awkward because, uh, all right, here's where I get, a part of me kind of knew because in order to do that, they had to send like a scope down oh. and then have their own. So it wasn't just as simple as them looking through their window and out of mine. So, um, but then you get lonely. You know, that that we, we're all unpacking that in therapy. Um, but but l- unlucky for him, he didn't know he was dealing with the camera operator who can recognize a scope, okay? Exactly. Also didn't know that he was dealing with woman of God. You're not messing around. Wow, that's we, incredible. And, you know, I guess my follow-up question, uh, and maybe I don't want to know, were you able to get that scope footage back from him, uh, you know, after that that whole process so it doesn't, you know, end up on the internet or something? Actually, yeah. Um, every, what I've learned, what I've been learning by listening to our pastor is any sin is an opportunity for growth, um, an opportunity to learn a lesson. So we actually sat down, went over the footage together. I gave him a few notes and hopefully he'll use them now in a more impactful way. Oh, and that's amazing that you really used your skill there to not only, you know, correct a sin, but also, you know, make, make the outcome a little bit better. And, and by outcome, I mean the actual product. Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing I'm going to do with the footage, <laughs> of course. Um, but it was a learning opportunity. Well, that footage is covered in the blood. It's covered in the blood. I did want to ask you, Bisa, how did you even get interested in cranes? Because, you know, you're afraid of heights. Uh, it seems like, you know, this was a job you created. We weren't even really looking for a crane operator specifically. Had you ever been up, uh, had a job as something where you you were up high? Um, well, I've had to climb some some pretty significant meta metaphorical ladders. Oh, okay. Um, and it just, the sky always fascinated me. I love birds. I also love the idea of having a limit and a sky limit. So the idea of operating a crane in a structure that had a roof really excited me. Because uh, sometimes I'm just scared of the things that I can do in my limits. And, you know, I, it's just, you, you you can go as high as the sky, but that's, that's too much. That's scary. So right. something that could keep me at a considerable high enough distance from everybody else to where I feel like I'm soaring, but I'm not in like the way of planes or anything. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've had to... um climb some metaphorical ladders as well as some real actual ladders, I'm sure. And I have high ceilings. So, um, and, and I live alone. So climbing that top ladder with no support and standing up straight is very scary. That's right. And, and literally, uh, you know, I, it, and I don't mean to bring up a sore subject, but I did think it was an interesting metaphor when you literally, uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess this was six months ago, the crane actually, you kind of went through the glass ceiling there. And, and, you know, I guess this is kind of more literal than a metaphor, but just having a woman break the glass ceiling at a church is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, did you have a concussion? You had to get stitches in your scalp, huh? Right. Yes. I had to get stitches in my scalp, in my back, in my butt, in my oh, back no. thighs, back oh, of my no. knees. The, down there? Wow. Yeah. The, it was, it was a very significant glass breaking moment um, because I also tried to catch pieces of glass before they fell onto anybody else. Cause I really do take the congregation, you know, their safety seriously while I'm up there, um, which is why we installed that new net yeah. right mm-hmm. below me above the, so now just the camera can peek out behind the net. So nothing else falls from the great glass ceiling. But um, it was, it was very, um, you know, I, I, I'll tell you that was actually intentional. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. 
I want it, I wanted people to see that it can be done. That's right. Stop leading from behind. Now, Biza, have you noticed a difference in your mentality and spirituality since you actually broke the glass ceiling? Yeah, I can I can feel it in my stitches. Um, so every time I move, it's a reminder that I did that. Now, forgive me if this is too personal a question, but what do you do if you have to go to the bathroom while you're up there? Sometimes services go long. Diapers. <gasps> is that right? I had to do that in many of my pregnancies. Yep. yep yeah, yep, diapers, yep. because, you know, especially that third service, they're going to want to go long because yeah. there's no, and you can never, there's, there's factors that I knew when I signed up for the job. You can never control how many people come to the altar call. You can never control the spirit. So, and once I'm up there, I'm up there, you know, I would, I would, I would, I would, Dislike not having a perfect shot of hands raised to God in the air because I got to what, pee? Like, that's not, you know, that, that's that's something you not only want to capture, but you, you have to capture. Yeah. Oh, and so the bucket is for in case you get sick on the other way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I have a bucket up there. I have some gum. I have um, some extra diapers just in case I need to change my diaper while I'm up there. Um, I have uh, my phone just in case I need to communicate with anybody down. I also have my Bible and my notes because I'm also learning and taking notes. Um, so there's a there's a whole nice kit up there. The crane has to be able to hold 600 pounds. And I've noticed your Dramamine bracelets. I didn't know that if you did multiple ones, it just gives you more Dramamine in your system. Right. It's like long sleeve Dramamine. Dramamine bands. I also have Dramamine bands on my ankles. Yeah. Oh, oh cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's no. cool. Bisa, you know, something you said earlier, and I don't like to I don't like to ask too many questions about what's going on in our congregation if it's things that we don't want to know, but I do want to hold people accountable. And you said earlier that you do see things oh. from time to time uh, that you wish, you know, you didn't see. And, you know, without naming names unless you want to, just to hold each other accountable as Christian brothers and sisters. You know what, that's that's a great question. Um, it's a few things. I'll start small with a low hanging fruit. Um, when it's time for the children to go downstairs for children's church, uh, some people put their children under the pew. <gasps> really? Yeah. So when I'm getting that crane shot, I see like little heads sticking out from behind the pew and they should be in children's church. Um, also, and, and this is like, I don't want to call anybody out, but there is certain activity that happens on the usher row. Oh no. Fingering. I'm sorry. Oh, I, you know, I'm sorry. I meant, I meant like pe- people taking out of the usher- ushering plate. Oh, like a five finger discount. Right. Oh. Well, isn't that called fingering? Um, stealing uh, is fingering. Well, yeah, I think so. That's what my kids say in climax. Actually, without saying too much, it's a combination of both of those things happening. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, fingering and... I can't, so, I'm sorry. I think I misspoke. I think I meant to say five-finger discount. I'm not sure what fingering is, so... Oh, now I think now I think I'm getting into tattletale territory, but if we have to go there, we have to go there. Um, and, I, and I only say this because women have to be mindful of what they wear to church. So if you wear a skirt, you have to do the sit down test. If you sit down and it goes past your knees, that just invites somebody's hand to go crawling up in there. Oh no, no. So there's there's situations where I've seen you know somebody reaching for the programs and the chair in front of them, but they they drop the program and they fall and oops, slip their hands up somebody's skirt. I'm gonna be sick. Sometimes I also don't notice these things until in post. Um, So. That, that's something that does happen. And as far as like, you know, the five finger discounts from the ushers that take from, you know, the money or whatever, I'm just waiting for that to get to a significant amount before I blow the whistle on that. But it's like a five here or there. You, you never know what they're going to do with it. So I'm just really sorry. I, I really didn't know that that I, in Australia, we say fingering is a we, I think fingering is a five finger discount. And that is what 
there's just been a loss in translation and I'm really sorry about that because I just feel sick right now because that's like the most sick thing I could imagine. So in Australia, you don't say theft or robbery or stealing. You just say finger and fingering and fingering. Right. You just go like, oh, that guy went to the that guy went to the cantaloupe store and he fingered a bunch of cantaloupes. Uh, you know, that ah, guy, yeah, that yeah, guy yeah, over yeah. there just, you know, is fingering all the um, avocados. Yeah, you know, that guy's, you know, that guy fingered a bunch of avocados. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, it's just I'm, I'm really sorry. I just uh, I'm really it's OK. Well, my my background in my context of fingering is inserting your finger in something for um, sensual natures. So if I, if I were to hear somebody was fingering a cantaloupe, I'm like, oh, they found a way to like penetrate a cantaloupe with their finger. Oh, okay. no, that would ruin a good piece of fruit. And Bisa, I just have to say, I'm so sorry. I know it grieves the heart of God, and it must grieve you as well to go back and zoom in on footage of teenagers pawing at each other during a, a, a God-honoring church service. And uh, if you have to sit with that kind of pornographic footage in the quiet of your edit bay or whatever it is, I just don't know how you get through the day. I'm going to put you on the top of my prayer list. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I compartmentalize it. Oh, wow. See, that's smart. I can tell you're in Christian therapy. Yep. Yep. I compartmentalize it, um, file those files away. And then, you know, maybe there's something to learn later as I sort through them again at night and, and look through them all again every night. Um, Put them in the best Sheber file, right? Mm. That's right. Now, another thing about how it's really important for us to have age-appropriate services, you know? The first graders go to the first grade room. The second graders go... Because all of the programming is designed to be age-appropriate, you know? When we sit on Easter with the infants down in babies and we, you know, um, say, he is risen indeed, you know, we're oversimplifying a, a, a kind of a complicated story of atonement so that even an infant can understand it. And I just think when people are sneaking their kids kids into the adult service, it can really mess those kids up. Because as you all know, we just recently had a human sexuality of, of good Christian sex with Pastor Steve. We had a month-long series where we were talking about Christian sex. And if kids are exposed to Christian sex too soon, they might get the wrong ideas. Right. Which is which is why we need to relook at our reading program. Because yep. once I was able to read Song of Solomon by myself mm -hmm. with no supervision, you know, my eyes were wide open. And then I, I, I snuck in a couple of adult services when I was a child. And um you know, they should consider like, you know, stamping hands at the door, just taking measures that people take anywhere else you go where you have to be an adult because you really don't want to know how Tamar's situation really went down until you're like older. That's right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. apparently the kids are getting a bit of that anyway because all these five finger discounts are going on, you know, under people's under under people's skirts and whatnot. I'm just so I'm so sorry. Or I'm sorry. Did I mix up the words again? Okay, right. Five finger discount is stealing. Anyway, well, they're stealing something if they you know stealing someone's innocence if they see that going on. So. Yeah. In, in the other context, if if we are saying five fingering, we call that fisting. Oh, that makes total sense. Okay, fisting. I'm gonna. I, th this is good because as a mom, I need to know these things. Now, I wanted to thank you, Bisa, because you're right. It is a female's responsibility to uh, control the urges of good and upright men. You know, we're not. We don't want to be showing them parts of our bodies, giving them ideas, making them think sinful thoughts. And I love how you go into all your footage because you know you're above. So sometimes, if there's a woman who maybe has a very big you know, chest. If, I mean, I'm talking big ones. Like if, if it's like this woman is holding two massive watermelons oh, on her lap. Yeah, like, like double G's or higher. Ugh. That's right. These gals where the alphabet starts at D, you know what I mean? Well, um, I like how you go in and blur out the line. You know how sometimes with mm -hmm. cleavage can be just be that long line. Yeah. I like how you blur it. And I've seen you blur knees. I've seen you blur decolletes. I've seen you blur ankles even if um, it, it felt a little suggestive. And I just wanted to thank you for taking that responsibility of keeping our minds pure. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You know, the line blur was, you know, some people didn't like it at first. Um, but oh. the line blur is, you know, I, as a negative A cup, I never really had that experience. That's right. I didn't that's know right. know that the letters went negative. Negative A. Yeah, that's when it's actually concave. 
Okay. Or mm-hmm. convex. I don't know the difference. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I guess I did know that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 pro- I think I've only dated ladies that are like, you know, pretty like in the, you know, the, the like Roman numerals or something. Well, it means that Bisa's got extra room in her blouse. And honestly, I bet God designed you that way because now you have better use of your arms, which you need as a camera operator. Now, did you go to film or photography school? Oh, absolutely not. This is truly a call. Awesome. You don't need to know what an f-stop is. You know what fingering is. Yeah, yeah, See? exactly. I know I know what to look for and what not to look for, and I know what to look at later and what to save for production. Are right. you married? No. Ooh, are you interested? I love playing Cupid. Well, I'm reading through some uh, single woman books right now, really just trying to hone in on the type of man of God that I want. Awesome. And I'm really just trying to put myself in a position to, to throw it all back on me. Am I ready? Right. Um, do I have what I need spiritually, physically, and mentally together to welcome a whole other being? Um, so I, I'm, I'm doing my Christian lady single checklist um, to making sure. And, and also part of it for me as a Christian woman is just waiting. Uh-huh. I'm That's supposed right. to be so focused on God that he will find me when it is time. Yeah. And you he's also, enough. Right. Yeah. You also might want to get some vitamin E oil in between then too, just to work on the scars and stuff, you know, from the stitches. Now, what do you like about being single? Well, I don't really like it. Oh. Um, it's very lonely. Uh, oh. I have to pay 100% of the bills and take care of 100% of all the things around the house. Uh, but one thing I do love about being single is that my prayer time is not interrupted. I get cool, a lot of quality time with the Lord. I can make meals for one. Um, and, you know, my money is mine to spend. I don't have to go over that with anybody. But I, I, I can't wait to, to fall into that submissive role and know what it feels like to have someone lead me through everything. Well, don't beat yourself up for feeling lonely, Bisa, because honestly, um, you know, it really is the church culture that's making you feel that way. Because what we keep bombarding you with is ideas of how incomplete you are, which is true, without, you know, serving a man. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're so, serving God, serving man, um, serving your family, uh, serving other Christians, and then yourself. Lisa Leasley was played by the lovely Lisa Beasley. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Lisa B Experience. She's always up to something hilarious on there. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.